buckle up and start your engines. This is You Auto Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Auto Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to You Auto Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment, this hour actually, is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a grocery store, liquor store, a retail store, and you're having trouble with checkout personnel, well, do like the big boys do. Get yourself a point-of-sale system from National Cash Register. What is that? It's self-checkout. Let the folks from Southwest come out, take a look at your facility, and if their system will work for you, they will sign you up, and you will get seven-day-a-week, 24 hours a day service like nobody's business. Give them a call, Southwest Point of Sale at 1-800-540-2149. You can talk to Jeff, Mark, Beth, Ted, Tony, and Ramon. Tell them thanks for sponsoring on KCBQ. Otherwise, you would have known nothing at all about it. Also, Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. If you're into Hot Rods and classic cars, go to HotRodsCustomStuff.com for all your automotive needs. All right, well, I had to talk to my good buddy Jim Morrison. No, not that one, the one from Jeep about the 2021 Jeep Wrangler 4XE, which is their plug-in hybrid. Take a listen. All right, folks. Well, you know I was in the Jeep uh, 4XE, and a lot of people were pretty excited about it, stopped me on the road, wanted to know all about it. And then when I told them what the electric range was, they were a little confused as to why it's so low. So what I thought I would do is get the expert on the line, and he can explain it to us. So Jim Morrison with Jeep, how you doing, bud? Hey, not too bad, Dave. How are you? Good. So, I mean, I know there was a mindset. So you weren't looking to make it like an all-electric 30, 40, 50 miles an hour. And a few few people I know that have taken this off-road really, really like the electric option when they're crawling around the hills. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I I think, um, you know, it took us a little bit. Uh, longer to come to the marketplace with our first all-electric vehicle, and and uh, you know we've had uh, electric assist with uh, with some of our other vehicles, but you know to bring a uh, a pure plug-in um, hybrid to the marketplace with uh, with the Jeep, it needed to be a pure Jeep first. So you know we we uh, we're really excited about bringing it the uh, Wrangler 4xe to the marketplace, and and. Uh, now, it's actually off to a really good uh, start in the market. Just after its first few months in the market, it is already um, um, the uh, America's number one selling plug-in. So you'd, you'd expect um, you know that from uh, you know from a, a Wrangler to get to the number one you know spot in the capability, but actually to uh, ring the uh, uh, the award bell for uh, the number one selling plug-in. In America, just after a couple months in the marketplace, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that has to be a huge factor. So, a couple of questions that customers have asked me: Can you, when you know you're going to go off roading, can you flip it to electric, or or does the electric run out and then you have to deal with gas? Well, that's the best thing about it. There's a uh, there's a switch on the uh, on the Jeep that lets you decide. You know what, uh, what, how you want to uh, to operate it. So you've got uh, um, a hybrid 
uh, button that just lets it run. It'll maximize the uh, the vehicle's uh, performance for uh, electric or uh, uh, gas combined, uh, or you can put it in uh, in e-save uh, mode, which will actually let you uh, save all of the uh, the electric uh, until you uh, get to the trail, uh, which is a kind of a unique experience uh, on its own. Uh, or you can um, put it all in electric and uh, and force it to uh, to use uh, the electric. Um, exclusively, which uh, gives you a lot of a lot of choice. Well, and and the reason that's such a good idea is the fact that when you're all electric, the torque numbers are off the charts, which will challenge any you know Rubicon, any kind of off-road glant, anywhere you're going to go. You know, torque is king when it comes to crawling around off-road. I know, and and you've had a chance to experience it. It's incredible. You know, 470 pound-feet of torque with this thing uh, means it'll crawl up a wall. And, um, you know, to do that in all-electric is, is really kind of cool, too, to, to be able to, you know, experience the 4 uh, the by e Wrangler, you know, in, uh, in all-electric. is It's completely quiet. So, you know, people are used to taking their doors off and their top off, you know, their, uh, their Wranglers and, and uh, experiencing you know, Wrangler in a way that you can't really experience any other vehicle. Uh, but to do it in a way, you know, with, um, you know, with this 4xE, it's really a neat experience. So something that, uh, you know, nobody else can really match in the marketplace, which uh, which you're really proud of for, uh, for Jeep. You really have no competition in this, in this, uh, in this area. Uh, you can look high and wide and, and, and a price point as well. Because, you know, a lot of times somebody says, well, you know, Range Rover. Well, no, you can't take the doors off. You can't take the roof off with a toolkit that's like, what, four inches by two and a half inches. Very compact, easy to do. Uh, so you guys have got the market. And, and, and it's good to see that you're improving on it every single year. I think the 4XE did kind of surprise a few people because they didn't know it was coming because you do have a good job of keeping things quiet. Like you said, now that it's it's arrived, I mean, man, I mean, it's just taken taken the market by storm, which is exactly what what you needed in this in this market. Yeah, it's true. You know, and it's really fun because I mean, I don't have the fast charger at my house, but uh, you know, I uh, I got to to drive almost 45 miles yesterday. And it was all electric, you know. It started out on a full, um, you know, on a full uh, battery, and uh, I drove it around. Came back, it was plugged in for a couple hours, and then, and then back out uh, the rest of the day. And uh, I drove uh, almost exclusively on the battery. And you know, you take the doors off and the top off, it, and it was a really nice day here in Michigan. Uh, um, you guys get to experience it all the time where you are. But I mean, have a nice, you know, summer day and, and driving around and all electric with, uh, you know, the doors and top off your Jeep, it's, it's, a, it's a real fun experience. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, I have a home charger here myself, so I, I have the luxury of being able to do that. It charged up quick. There was no issues. Uh, it was a simple plug-in, and away we went. But, no, I, I, I think, and, and this could be groundwork for the rest of the, uh, the you know, the manufacturer, the rest of your company, Looking at the plug-in hybrid, this is almost like a, almost like a test bed, for because I mean, let's face it, you guys are more into horsepower than you are into anything else. 
and it was kind of a nice surprise to see you kind of go with this electric vehicle, and I think you picked the exact perfect vehicle to do it. Well, and you're right. We're, we're coming around the corner with, uh, with a 4 by e Grand Cherokee. We're actually going to show it um, in New York. The New York Auto Show is uh, in the middle of August now, so uh, we're going to show it next month in, in August. But you're right. It's got to be a pure Jeep first. It's got to be really good. You know, at Jeep, we really don't care what powers our wheels. It just needs to go to all four. You know, and when it goes to all four, it needs to do it better than anybody else. And that's what we like to do. Yeah, and you have definitely acquired that. Nope, I cannot wait for the Cher- the Grand Cherokee. That is going to be just unbelievable. And I can't wait uh, for you guys to get, you know, doing press events again so we can all get together and experience it. Because the team that you guys put together to show journalists how this vehicle works is bar none you know, top of the line when it comes to educating uh, the media. Uh, so, yeah, so that's 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 a great thing. I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, you know, I'm glad auto shows are coming back again. Uh, I don't know if you happen to catch my YouTube. Uh, I'm doing a thing called Cruising with a Young Kid. We did a whole segment on the, the Jeep, and it was like about, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes long. If you haven't seen it, uh, just re- ask out because it turned out, it turned out pretty good. This kid's really got, he's a pretty good videographer, and we had a blast with it. Oh, perfect. I will do. That's awesome. All right, buddy. Well, hey, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day. Hope to see you down the road soon, and let's talk good, more. Good stuff. The, the answer to your question is 370 is our all all in, all gas, all electric. But I got to tell you, like we say 21 miles of all electric range. Yeah. I, I did like, I did close to 30 on the weekend. Yeah. And I got thirty. I got thirty fives on my Wrangler, right? Really? So, yeah. It, it was uh, it was rolling. Now I had the, the doors and the top off, so I had uh, I had no air conditioning running, right? But uh, right. you know, I uh, I quickly went. You know, this is uh, this is even more than we're saying. So um, you know, we're it, it, it's a really fun Jeep. Well, see, that's what I like when, when somebody says you can get twenty one. Because if, if you watch any of my, my KUSI segments, one of it is how, how much mileage did I get in the vehicle? Yeah. And, and I got to tell you, when I can hypermile more than what you're, what you're stating, that's a positive thing. Because when, when you say a certain uh, MPG and customers can't get to it, my service manager hat just came on. I mean, the customers are not happy. So I love yeah. it where you just say, hey, you can get this, but... And you can, and if you're, and if you drive properly, now you're, you're, you and I are on the same page. I love hypermiling. You can get better, yeah, exactly. Hell yeah, yeah. Well, you're yeah. not in California where gasoline's almost five dollars a gallon, so. Yeah, no, it's still three twenty here in Michigan, almost free. So, but <laughs> but I but I but yeah, but I have snow to deal with, and and we have this thing called humidity. <laughs> oh yeah, Holy I crap. heard about that. I heard about. Holy that. crap. 100% humidity here on uh, on Saturday. You wait for the thunderstorm to blow through to it goes down to like 80. Uh, uh, oh, it was sticky. Oh, crap. Yeah, it was horrible. All right. Well, I'll just let you enjoy it, Jim. <laughs> yeah, hey, good talking to you. All right, folks. Welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. 
This segment is brought to you by Express Auto Service, 7633 El Cajon Boulevard in La Mesa. Go to expressautoservicelamesa.com for all your automotive needs. They work on all my cars. He likes to work on classics, general automotive, motorsports, you name it. If it's got an engine and a tranny, Dave, Connie, and the gang definitely know how to work on it. So when you get over there, tell them and thank them for being on KCBQ. Christian Barclays, how you doing there, kiddo? What's going on? I know you didn't have any trouble getting this thing down your driveway. What a tank. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. Um, I, uh, I drafted Hunter. Uh, you, you might um, you might want to refer to him as a hostage yesterday. And I said, hey, uh, hop in the Yukon. We are going to Target. Mm. And, you know, oh, I don't want to leave the house. What do I have to go? And I'm like, just because you need to get out of the house. And so. Um, we went out to pick up a couple patio chairs because, you know, tis the time of the year where they go on sale. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing and, the same thing. Right. I mean, when you've got an SUV, you're like, okay, what is it that we need? <laughs> I need to go buy it now while there's room. And, uh, yeah, so we loaded up. And it was funny because Marlon will pull down one side of the driveway, and I don't like that side of the drive coming out. Mm-hmm. I go down the other side because I think it's easier to get in and out. Either way, you still have to come past the retaining wall. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Hunter, I'm in the driver's seat. Hunter's in the back on the passenger side. And I'm like, hey, bud, look look for clearance. And, of course, I'm using the uh, 360 camera at the same time. But a lot of times the radar will pick up because it is such a close fit. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the radar will pick up that the wall's there. So even though there's plenty of clearance, which is awesome, I got to worry, like you said, the tank. I got to worry about the, the, you know, the size and mm-hmm. will it clear. Um, so, yeah, but, it, you know, it, it fit fine. And uh really liking the uh the look of the at4 the yukon and uh, did we even mention what i was driving right it was the 2021 yukon yeah and uh i was in the, the at4 edition um and i really like the look of it because this package has skid plates um then it's got the the recovery hooks the tow hooks on the front special wheels exterior, exterior trim kind of a um rugged athletic look compared to the denali which obviously is the luxury trim and has more of a refined look um, but yeah, you know what, be, being that it's one of the few truck-based SUVs that, that's still being made, you know, I'm biased, you know, that's one of my favorites, mm-hmm. um, because I just, they're solid. I like the way they handle. Um, I like the way they look. I like the extra ground clearance. Um, you know, for me personally, I like these all day long over a Kia Telluride. Nothing wrong with the Kia Telluride. It's way better gas mileage than a than an AT4 but I like I feel like I have the best of both worlds cuz I'm I have a truck with the uh covered AC cargo room of a uh you know an SUV that's a truck so I'm biased what can yeah. I say Yeah no I I I'm right there with you uh you're right you know the Telluride's a great vehicle you know there's quite a few but there's something about a GMC and call it the commercial grade if you like. I don't know what it is, but it just seems, you know, solid. And there's that's I think that's what stands out in my book. Yeah, it just you feel like you're kind of you you feel like you're safe, but you also feel like kind of empowered because you know that like there's no um, I don't want to say cliff, but there's no like off roading that you couldn't do um, from a suburban standpoint, right? Like it's not like mm-hmm. you're going to take this thing out to Moab. But when you're driving through the suburbs or you're driving through the city and you've got to take a an exit off the highway that maybe is not intended to be an exit, it's not paved, 
Um, this, this vehicle can handle that because it's got the ground clearance. You know, again, this one's got skid plates as well. Whereas when you're in a, a lower, smaller uh, SUV, more of a midsize, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily ready um, to go up an embankment if it has to. It might not have the clearance it needs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, um, I love the fact that they made it longer, too. Yeah. You know, that, that 4.9 inches wheelbase, and, and uh, it, it increased a little over 6 inches in length. I, I think that was, a, that was needed. And I don't think, isn't the mileage still in the 20s, if I remember correctly? Yeah, it's 20 highway. It's 18 combined. It's 16 city. It's still improved over what they used to be. I mean, I, I've got an older model uh, Tahoe, and, you know, I, there were days where I would see 14. There's days where I would see 17. It was just kind of all over the place, um, but, but, you know. But I think the uh, AT4's got that cylinder deactivation where it'll drop it. Did you have that uh, feature on yours, or, or did you have the smaller engine? I, yeah, it's a 5.3-liter V8. Okay, so um, it has. I didn't notice. That's the beauty. Yeah. You don't notice. I mean, it'll flash yeah. on the dash. It'll it'll say it's dropped to a six or a four, but you won't even notice it. Well, and I thought it was cool too that they now have this uh, air ride suspension system um, for the for four inches of, of ride height. So mm-hmm. you know that makes a difference too um, in your in your gas mileage. You know, so that you're and especially like when you're uh, loading people in, um, you can lower it. So it's got like a better uh, entry level than, mm-hmm. than sitting up high, right. um, which, you know, I, I'm getting to the age where it makes a difference. <laughs> Looking for that grab handle. Become, I have become a hazard to myself. <laughs> you know that I just realized, so uh, uh, randomly, um, a bottle of body wash fell in the shower recently. Yeah. Like I wasn't near it, just fell. It landed on top of my foot. <laughs> well, you know, I, I screamed. But I was just like, whatever, I'll just tough it out. Well, come to find out, apparently I broke my foot without realizing it. What? Because, yeah. So my foot turned purple from right at the, like, kind of where my ankle is, the top of my foot all the way to my toes turned purple. Wow. And now it's kind of healed, but it still hurts. And so the other day, Marlon was rubbing my foot, and he goes, you have a weird knot in your foot. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of think I broke it. And he's like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I just tried to tough it out through the pain. I didn't want to go to the hospital. Right. So... And there's nothing they can do about it. Pretty much, Well, yeah. put you in a cast, yeah. which is what you'd be thrilled with. I mean, look, the good thing is it has not impacted my ability to drive. Right. <laughs> so, or walk. So, Or walk, yeah. Yeah, I'm walking a little bit slower than normal, but that's okay. <laughs> um, you know, when I was talking about the length, for me, you know, like I said, I used to have a Tahoe. It was my absolutely favorite vehicle special place in my heart but one of the things that would always frustrate me is if we were using all three rows um and we were going on a trip there wasn't like a lot of room for cargo right um they've increased that now so now the third row passengers are not as cramped um as well as there's still plenty of room for cargo and if you put down both rows um you've got 122.9 cubic feet which Mm is is great for patio chairs or grills you know grills always go on sale this time of year sure um, and it's always better if you can go get it yourself versus having it delivered. You don't want to pay that delivery fee. No, I'm right. Um, I'm right there with you. You know, everybody says, ah, you know, it's too big, but it's only too big until you drive it and use it. Then it's not too big. I, and it doesn't handle like a large vehicle. No. You know, I had no problem parking it. I, I took it through a drive through. There was no issues with that. I was able to navigate in and out of my driveway on my own. The, the only thing, so so the thing I really loved is it was very easy to find and control the rear climate. I've noticed now a lot of times with these three-row SUVs, when you've got the, the three climate zones, 
they they're burying them in the menu sometimes. You're having to dig through the menu to to turn on or off or adjust. Not with this, it was super easy, which I love. Yeah. But I went through the drive-through yesterday at Chick Fil A, and they had me pull over. You know how, like, when you pull over, you put your hazard lights on so people realize, like, I'm here for a reason. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute. It took me a hot minute to find the hazard light control because it's kind of all the way to the right, like away from the the infotainment screen and kind of to the right of it, almost in the passenger side area. I just that was kind of weird because everything else was easy to reach, and I just kind of felt like it was. I don't know. It took me a minute. Yeah, I I found that. I'm not saying they're hiding the emergency flasher switch, but it's not as prevalent as you would see on on other vehicles. I mean, you know, and I'm not just talking GMC. I'm seeing some of them with a big hazard, and some of them with a little one. Then this one's over here, and then it's over there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like, is it a trend now where people don't use those anymore? Like, what's going on? But, but you know, on the left side, everything is neatly laid out. Like, mm-hmm. it's got all the trailering controls, and, you know, so... I, you know, again, that's just me being nitpicky. I'm just glad because too frequently the kids will take over changing the climate in the back seat, and then when I go somewhere and the kids aren't with me, I can't hear. Like you'll call me and I can't hear because the back seat's blowing right. full capacity, but there's no one back there. So I love the fact that like it was easily I could find it, not having to like dig through a menu and stuff. So right. that's a big convenience factor. Uh, for a parent who frequently has kids in the car and then travels a lot when the kids aren't in the car, so I I, I totally agree with you a hundred percent. And you know, and 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 you know, it's it, the first the show I just had on before you. Uh, it was an engineering uh, group from UCSD talking about they had to build an off road vehicle for SAE competition. And I told him, I says, gives you a new attitude about building a vehicle, doesn't it? He goes, man, I had no idea. Because, you know, we talk, we kind of nitpick because that's the only thing we've got to do because these cars, these cars and trucks are so good that you almost have to nitpick about your personal uh, preference because it, they make it look so easy to build an automobile, and that's the farthest thing from the truth. Yeah, it's, you know, you, when we go on these ride and drive programs, it's always interesting to talk to an engineer because – you know, I'll say something like, I just don't understand why that's on the left. Like, why would you put the heating steering wheel thing on the left? It needs to be on the steering wheel. And they're like, well, because it's been like this for X amount of time. And so now to change it, it's going to cost X amount of money because mm-hmm. the column's not. And I'm like, oh, all right, never mind, above my pay grade. You know, but it, but then it makes sense. But sure. at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to tell my reader that. They don't care. You yeah. know, they, they, you know, so, yeah. This, you know what, the price on this? Seventy-four thousand nine sixty. You know, again, there's four trims. This was the eighty-four. I know, but if you're like me, you drive it. It's kind of a love affair. It becomes a part of your family, and right. you keep it for fifteen years. Well, I challenge so I challenge you. you I challenge I challenge you to go out and find a 2017, 2018, or a twenty nineteen GMC of that size used. They're just not out there. Once you buy it, you keep it. You know what? Not only that, but uh, I was just talking to my ex. You know, I sold him my Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got a 2005, and he said, you would not believe how many times I'm being approached right now with people <laughs> asking me if I'll sell it. And I'm like, that's that's nuts. I mean, yeah. sell it more than what I sold it to him for. So Exactly. Yeah. All right, kiddo. Hey, thanks a million for calling in. Always love chatting with you. How do people follow you around? Uh, just find me online, focusdailynews.com or uh, facebook.com backslash YAK radio, and I'll talk to you next week. I look forward to it. We're going to take a quick break. Brian Armstead's coming on, and he is in a Tahoe Z71. Sounds like that was uh, 
Kristen's favorite car. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know, right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. The segment is brought to you by Weather Machine, family-owned and operated AC, heating and air. These guys really, really do it upright. They've been doing it. It's like third generation. Uh, then the beauty of this company is that they have their own uh, sheet metal shop in-house. So any parts or pieces that are not made anymore, they can do it for you. They're a C43 license, and that makes them a full sheet metal shop, as I mentioned. Family-owned and operated. Nobody does it better. Check these guys out at 619-443-9974 or go to weathermachines with an S, dot net. All right, we're talking to Brian Armstead on the line. How you doing, buddy? I'm fine. I'm just. I was just enjoying the uh, the Yukon AT4 review, and I'm like, you know, when I first logged when I first logged on, and Chris put me on, you know, let me listen to the show. Uh-huh. I'm like, uh, that sounds a lot like what I'm about to talk about. So I sent <laughs> you a message saying, what What is she reviewing? So what? basically, Dave, I have the twin, the corporate twin of the Yukon to talk about, the all new Tahoe. And uh, you know these 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 things are large and very much in charge. Dave. Yes. They're not like you know the previous body on frame, solid rear axle SUVs that just kind of bounce you all over the highway. These are super nice sport utility vehicles, and they are trucks. Don't get it twisted. These are body on frame trucks uh, that are just super capable. Now the styling. Let's let's start off. Well, first of all, let's let's run through the uh, Chevy lineup of of sport utilities because, like Ford, they kind of pin their future on trucks, sport utilities, crossover utilities. Mm-hmm. Trailblazer starts at nineteen, Trax twenty one four, Equinox twenty three eight, Blazer twenty eight eight, Traverse twenty nine eight, Tahoe forty nine six, and the king of all General Motors. Well, not the king because Escalade's the king, but the next dog is the uh, Suburban starting at 52,300. That's just a monster. That thing is a monster. huge. I mean, you you might need a CDL to, to drive that bad boy on the highway. It's so big. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, Chevy has retooled their lineup. I mean, even, you know, from even from the vehicle standpoint with cars, I think the Chevy Bolt is a terrific little electric car. Yes. So yes. They, they've got great vehicles now. And, um, you know, when you get to the 2021 Tahoe, it's available in, in several trim levels, and uh, I have the Z71 trim, which is not a bad trim to have. I mean, it's really, really quite impressive. Now, you can choose from different trim levels, LS starting at 51,295, LT 55,995. Uh, that's with the gas engine versus the 3-liter Duramax turbo diesel, RST starting at 59,095, Premier uh, 64, 495, and uh, High Country, Top Dog, 71, 395, but it also comes with a 400-plus uh, horsepower, 6.2-liter uh, V8. Now, the uh, Z71 starts at 61,195. That's, you know, 59,200-plus the destination charge, and it has a 10-speed automatic transmission made it to a 5.3-liter uh, V8. Yeah, the uh, High Country 420 horsepower, 6.2 liter. The uh, Z71 355 horsepower, 5.3 liter V8. Around uh, just under 6,000 pounds for the Z71 at about 5,900. 
I think the high country would be a little bit more because it's got a larger engine and a lot more, uh, you know, googas and doodads in it to uh, to keep you uh, entertained and comfortable down the road. I mean, the high country is really, really nice. I drove one a couple of months ago. I think we talked about it here in the air, but it's just a really nice vehicle. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that my the Z51 has, Z71 rather, and they're available on, on several trim levels with the uh, with the Chevy Tahoe, are the air suspension, air spring suspension mm-hmm. that also comes with the magnetic, magnetic magneto-rheological shock absorbers. What that means is that, you know, you, you hear about Ferrari bragging about their magnetic ride control. Yeah, they, they copied the, uh, the General Motors patent and, and created magnetic ride control. Basically, the fluid inside the shock absorbers has small metallic particles. They're too fine to see, but they're in there. So when you give it a charge, you can adjust the level of stiffness of that fluid by charging up the, um, the iron, part, iron particles in that mag, uh, magnetorheological fluid. So basically, you can go from mild and very comfortable to very firm, you know, when you want to handle some off-roading or you just want to kind of carve up uh, the roads with your big 6,000-pound sport utility. But with the air suspension combined with the magnetic ride control, it's just a sensational uh, um, feel on the road. I mean, it is comfortable. And I've never thought I'd say that about a large General Motors Chevrolet sport utility. This thing is comfortable. The Z71 off-road package, Dave, comes in at a lofty $5,735, but it's got the magnetic ride control, the air suspension that we just talked about, an 8-inch driver information display, enhanced cooling radiator, trailer brake controller, advanced trailering system, hitch guidance with hitch view, HD surround vision, heated power outside mirrors with power fold, heated steering wheel, power and tilt, telescopic steering column, memory settings for the driver's seat, outside mirrors and steering column, second row 6040 bench power release, third row 6040 bench power fold, pedestrian rear pedestrian alert, lane change alert with side blind zone alert, front and rear park alert, which is really great in a vehicle of this size, mm-hmm. rear cross traffic alert, even better when you're trying to back out of a parking space, lane keep assist, with lane departure warning. That's a lot for 5735. So you look at that number, it's like, wow, $5,700. But when you break it all down, they could have easily charged $12,000 for this package, considering the level of technology. The suspension alone is worth a couple of thousand dollars because it's just that good. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about just the magnetic shock, the magnetic ride control to me is worth a couple of grand because it's just that good. You add, in the soft, you add in the capability of air springs that makes it a three, four thousand dollar system. So you know you're getting, you're paying four thousand for the suspension. You're getting seventeen hundred dollars of, of safety and convenience uh, goodies, trailering goodies, and that's the way I look at it. It's just a fabulous price, even though it seems high. It's a fabulously priced package. If you get a Tahoe, get the Z71 package. You will not be disappointed. My vehicle also has the rear seat media navigation package, twenty four ninety. Don't really have a need for that unless you have uh, some kids, you know, because I never ride them back, <laughs> and uh, I don't need screens back there. Uh, but it comes with a 10.2 inch center control screen, touchscreen. And one thing I like about the uh, the touchscreen, Dave, and I like about the audio system, which sounds very good, 
It has a volume knob and a tuning knob. Hallelujah. <laughs> the car gods have listened. I hear I mean, you. you. Can actually, you can actually change your XM channels without losing your dag on mine. I also have a, a Mazda CX-9 outside, and I, I just haven't been driving it because, you know, I don't want to judge a car based on its sound system. But to change a channel on that car, it's like <laughs> reinventing the wheel. You got to go to this menu and go back. And if you yeah. if, if you don't like the channel, you got to start the whole press all process over and over. It's just maddening. Yeah. And you know, comp- quite frankly, compared to the Tahoe, the CX nine just isn't as pleasant to drive, even though it's half the size. Not literally, but feels half the size. Right. You think, and it's a nice, it's a nice vehicle. I don't want to get you wrong and get it wrong that no, I'm no. hating on the CX nine. It's just the the, the Z seventy one Tahoe. It's just that good. Yeah. Uh, one thing I like about it, Dave, is with the new uh, independent rear suspension, and we've got to talk about that, you have more rear leg room because you don't have that solid rear axle creating mm-hmm. a hump in the floor. Mm-hmm. So your third-row passengers, actually, you can put adults back there. Yeah. And, you know, with the uh, yeah with the powerful center, second row, they can actually get back there fairly easily. Now, I mean, if you want to talk about some, some luggage space, it, it hauls some luggage. I mean, it's got over 122 cubic feet of uh, luggage space inside, uh, cargo space. That's a lot. The dash is well laid out. You know, uh, Kristen can't find the uh, the uh, hazard button, but it's it's right there. I mean, you know, I, I sit so far back. <laughs> yeah, I'm so far away. I'm so far away from the steering wheel. I have a panoramic view of everything because <laughs> of my prodigious height. So yeah, it was easy for me to see. I like the push button shifter, which is uh, it's on the center console. Mm-hmm. Hazard light to the hazard warning switch to the uh, right, shifted to the uh, left, to the left of the steering wheel. As Kristen stated, you've got trailering controls, you've got your park uh, controls, you've got the on-off switch for the dreaded cylinder deactivation. Uh, not the uh, the on-off. Um, you know, when you get to a stoplight, uh, it shuts down. Yeah. Shut it off as soon as you get in the car and, and, and live life happily ever after and save that starter money that you'd have to spend after Thank 20, you. 30,000 miles. Uh, in front of you, gauges, they are uh, they have LED needles, but they're analog. They're mm-hmm. great. You've got oil pressure. You've got water temperature. You've got uh, fuel and, and voltmeter. True gauges, which is great when you're hauling a, a he- the hefty load that the, the Chevy Tahoe uh, range can haul. Because you can keep track of the actual health of the engine instead of waiting for, you know, some silly warning light to come on. Center console's got a large, large space inside. Leather seats, cooling, you name it, it's in there. Uh, it is just a, a sensational sport utility, and it comes in again. At my my tester came in at sixty eight nine forty. I didn't feel like that was a whole lot of money for what you get. Now it's expensive. Don't don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. You know it's expensive, but you know when you consider today's prices, this is this could be one of the biggest bargains out there because it's that good, that competitive with the large uh, sport utes from Ford. Uh, Grand Wagoneer is nice, but it's a smaller mm-hmm. version of a luxury Jeep. Um, you know, the Ford Expedition is nice. I think I'd pick the Tahoe over the Expedition yeah. as much as I like the Expedition. And you know how much I like the Expedition. You know, I, I, I just felt at home. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And like I told Kristen, it's one of those vehicles you buy and you keep. It's not and one you the, buy for two years and then get rid of it and get something else. And, and Dave, the 5.3 liter V8 has been around for quite a while now. Yeah. That's a that's a two $300,000 mile engine provided right. you. You Take treat it with respect, and, right. you, and yeah, you take care of it like any other 
you know, you, you don't find with the large General Motors SUVs, you don't find uh, some of the issues that some of the other manu- that have befallen some of the other manufacturers right. with, you know, uh, crack blocks or right. transmission problems or things of this nature. So, well done, Chevrolet. Yep. When you log onto their website, they have a special on uh, 72-month financing on some of the SUVs. I don't know if the Tahoe is one of them, but go to Chevy.com or Chevrolet.com if you want to type a few extra letters, and you can spec out your Tahoe or your Traverse or your Equinox. Top to bottom, there's some pretty good sport utes coming out of uh, out of the Chevy factories these days. Yep. Dave, I know I'm out of time. What a race today. I know you haven't seen it yet. Nope. But uh, the Formula One race was uh, was was the best I've ever seen. It was oh. the best race, best Formula One race I've ever seen. I can't wait. So I can't wait. It, it was spe- spectacular, spectacular. Right. Chris, thanks for your board work, Dave. Uh, we'll talk next week, my friend. All right, you take care, be safe, and stay out of those gas stations. Right here on <laughs> FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy, the answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Segment brought to you by Convoy Auto Service, another Napa Auto Care ASC certified shop located at 3909 Convoy Street. Warranties guaranteed clear across the United States for three years, 36,000 miles. Also, Bumper Dock Kearney Mesa for scratches, dings, and dents. Nobody does it better. Go to KearneyMesaBumperDock.com. All right, Ford is doing some pretty amazing things with their vehicles, and they've taken a Mustang E and wrapped it to honor the women uh, Air Force. Uh, And let me tell you, it is a phenomenal-looking car. And it auctioned off at Oshkosh Thursday. I didn't get a price, but let me tell you, great, great. You can Google it. The cars are fantastic. Take a listen. Well, you know, folks, I got to tell you, I just uh, have Steve Gilmore on the line. He's the design manager for the Mustang E. And Ford is honoring uh, women Air Force service pilots with a Mach-E painted up like the Wasp. And I am here to tell you, if you've seen any of Ford's tribute uh, cars to the AAE, no, no, not AAE, uh, what is it, Steve? EAA, uh, Air Venture, yes. They are phenomenal. Now, the only downside to this story is that these cars are not available to the general public unless you go to the auction, bid on the car, because they're one of one. Is that not correct, Steve? That's that's right. Um, this is a complete one-off build. Um, it, you know, it was a. It, it's just a beautiful car, and we've done this for the better part of two decades, uh, um, where we've uh, we've made a custom car for EAA to auction off at, at Air Venture. And, and it's for such a great cause because it's for the advancement of uh, experimental aviation and helping young kids get into the field. But, man, outside of the exterior paint job of the Mach-E, did you do anything interior-wise? So we did We did uh, touch the interior a bit, too. Um, you know, we took a lot of that same theme from the exterior and brought it into the interior. Um, you know, you, you see, see a lot of the same colors, that bright yellow uh, that we, we threw all around it. That's on the inside as well. Um, we did some fun stuff with the steering wheel. You know, if you're a racing person, you, you know that you want to have that 12 o'clock band on the steering wheel. We added that in yellow, did uh, Alcantara leather on the, the wheel. 
uh, a lot of bright yellow accents. So it, it's a beautiful interior. And the one thing I do want to add, even on that interior, you'll see it a couple places on the exterior as well. We put the number 38 on it. And the 38 is uh, just a, a big number on this because there were 38 of the women that were the air service pilots that lost their lives while this program was going on during during World War II. So we wanted to honor them uh, and put that on the, on the vehicle. That is just, you know, I, I got to tell you, not because you're online, but I've never heard of any other manufacturer doing what you guys do as far as giving back. I mean, it is just, man, the only downside is I wish you'd make more than one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, you know, we, we my department actually does a lot of the, the, the fun vehicles, uh, you know, the, the appearance packages, things like that. So we always take this stuff back and take it to heart. And uh, we try to do some, some really fun projects uh, and stuff that people can buy. So, yeah. Do you ever fun. do die casts of these cars so that the general public could at least get a, you know, 124th or whatever uh, scale model and just have it for their collection? Well, for, for the EAA cars, no, we don't. Um, and there's a big reason. Um, the person that is bidding on this car, they're getting the experience of having one of one, and we're going to let them have that car. It's theirs. So that's, right. that's why we, we don't do that for them. All right. Well, hey, I tried, didn't I? But, you know, I had, <laughs> I, I had, the, I had the luck of uh, uh, meeting Sean, who had uh, – uh, uh, Steve McQueen's bullet. He had it here in San Diego, and I got to get up close and personal with that as well. So I love anytime people look back on history. And and I don't think a lot of people realize how much women did in the military outside of flying. I mean, they actually built the plane, some, right some of them right here in San Diego. And to be Absolutely. able to honor, honor that is just a massive uh now, let's see, today's Friday, well, on my time, because this is being pre-recorded, uh, right. when we, you're, you've already auctioned the car off, right? It, it was auctioned off last night, so, yeah, it's, it's, already, uh, it's already under its new owner. Wow. But uh, is, is anybody who, uh, who goes to the Air Venture show in Oshkosh, they can still see it. It's going to be displayed uh, for the rest of the weekend, so... It is. It's a. It's a beautiful car. Um, you know, like I said, my team, Stefan, Kristen Keenan did the color and materials on this, um, and she she's you know just as much into this. You know, having having the women involved in all aspects of this, it's wonderful having having that, and then paying tribute to the the women that did this uh, back in World War II. Yeah, oh, I know. And to think that these women flew over 60 million miles in World War II. It's crazy. It's crazy. Not, how come there's not been a movie made of this? I mean, that's the thing I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know either, but they need to. They really need to. Um, you know, the, there's, a, there's a lot. And you were, you were talking about, you know, the women doing a lot of stuff, building the planes and all that. You know, I I don't have that exactly in my family, but I I can just remember my grandmother, who was a teacher. You know, during the war, she even said, you know, she went off to a factory to to work, and it was you know supporting the war effort. So, and, and some of your past projects, 2015 Mustang Apollo edition, 
2016 Old Yeller uh, Mustang and a 2019 Old Crow Mustang GT. Folks, I highly recommend you Google that. Um, John was nice enough to set this interview up, but he didn't send me a picture of of the of the wasp. So, I, so thank goodness for Google, and I don't even like Google, but I was really happy to see it. It's quite a collection, I have to say. Uh, are you allowed to uh, uh, announce how much the car went for? Because it is going for a charity. Well, I, 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 I'm not going to reveal that myself. Um, you know, I'll let the new owner talk about how much he paid for it. <laughs> I hope, I hope they. Uh, gosh, I mean, there, there's a that that auction should have been uh, aired. And, and there again, that's another great thing that that you guys do at Ford. You know, normally you're at you're at uh, Barrett Jackson, and the publicity and the exposure is massive. Not saying Oshkosh isn't full of people, but that would have been a that would have been a great auction to uh, to televise. Well, I tell you, yeah, and and I've been to the event multiple times. I didn't get to go this year. I did send some my designers uh, there to to witness and be part of the event. Um, but you know, it is an amazing event. And it's a small crowd, but it is a crowd that is full of aviation nuts. And they, they, they really get into this. You know, they, they have lots of great things that they auction off. But, you know, the, the centerpiece is, uh, is the Ford product that, uh, that we make every year and uh, the custom vehicle that we, we auction off. Yeah. Well, I tell you, man, you, you, I mean, holy moly, Steve, you've got to be extremely proud of your team because to be able to give back, to the history of aviation and, and the women in aviation has really got to totally be one of the high points, you know, of your career. Absolutely. We're, we're just thrilled to be able to, to pay tribute uh, in this way. Um, you know, it, it brings a little bit more, um, brings a little bit more to the table and, you know, hopefully gets the word out a little bit more about this. And as you said, maybe someday there will be a movie about it. Well, that's what I'm hoping, and and hey, if you ever want to, uh, you know, call me back with it. I know you don't talk future product. I've been doing media long enough not to not to even ask you that, but I will keep a note to John and tell him any time that you come up with anything in the design center, all you have to do is give me a holler, and I'll give you some serious uh, coverage. But I will have to tell you, when I was a young boy going to high school. Uh, I don't know how old you are, but there was a car manufacturer that used to go around to all the high schools and give uh, high school kids an opportunity to try to get into a design contest. And oh, wow. I wanted I wanted to win that so bad, uh, but I didn't get to. And there's a big design center here in San Diego. I was just there the other day. Uh, they allowed me to uh, videotape uh, a couple of vehicles that they designed here in San Diego. And there's just something about what you guys and girls do that if more people knew about it, I mean, there's another great TV or a movie talking about what doing clay models in, in an actual, uh, you know, actual size of a vehicle, but all in clay, and you do it all by hand. I mean, that to me would be just a, a great show. I know you don't let anybody in there with cameras. I was blessed to be able to go in there, but uh, I, I I just can't. Thank you enough for taking time out of your day, Steve. I know there's more coming, and I cannot wait to see it. And congratulations on a great, great program. Thank you very much, Dave. We're, we're super thrilled with this. Thanks for having me on your show.